0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is the show we go through the top five numbers of the weekend. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Larry, from Chili Boy Productions. I gotta get used used to that. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. R.I.P. LC Screen Talk. I'm gonna miss miss him. I'm gonna miss him. (laughs) (laughs) How How We're back.
1: We back for a big weekend.
0: Yes, back for the box office. No more depressive talk um, from the In the Heights opening a couple of weeks ago. But we are back officially. It feels like in full gear. Um, no pun intended. We are back this week. We are going to be discussing, if you guys want to join with us, the weekend box office of June 25th. And we had the opening weekend. Uh the opening week the opening movie that we had this weekend was F9 the Fast Saga, Fast and Furious Nine. This is a this these titles are becoming a mess. Yeah, as far true. as like it's terrible. <laughs> like when F9, the Fast Saga, what does that even mean? So um we're gonna get into those numbers. We also have opening numbers. For I Carry You With Me and Werewolves Within, they also opened up this weekend. And we have uh, the Hitman Wife's Bodyguard in week two. And then we have some of the movies returning to the box office. So, without further ado, let's get into our number one. Larry, what came in number one this week?
1: So, number one is, in fact, F9, The Fast Saga, which opened with a huge $70 million this weekend far and away the biggest of the post-pandemic openings we have received and that adds on to the 334 million it's already made overseas to this point giving the ninth fast and furious film or 10th in the universe a new worldwide total of 404.8 million
0: um yes really really big really 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 big number uh for universal and the fast and furious saga okay so 70 million big uh big big opening um how do you feel about how do you what do you what do you what do you t- what's your takeaway with this i heard every theater was like crowded i didn't see it at a big theater i went to an indie theater to watch so it was it was That's It was weird why i i don't know listen honestly honestly you want to know why because listen yesterday <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm not trying to go to AMC right now. AMC, I moved last year. So, AMC is, like, further out than it was. Like, before I had an AMC down the street from my house, you know, and it was a big um, – it has IMAX and Dolby and all that stuff. That's where Alex and I go to all the time. But I moved last year. So, I was like, listen, I want to go into the city for the big, you know, the big movies, and I just – I, I don't care about this Fast and Furious saga. So – the indie theater next to me, they show big movies, and I was like, mm, you know, why not? <laughs> so yeah, um, I dang. went there. The t- ticket was six dollars. Great. Um, I went. I sat down. There was a couple of families there. Um, it was nice. I liked it. Just listen, I I do rather watch these movies on a gigantic screen, but I just didn't have. I just didn't feel like you know going going into the city to AMC. Um, so I just, I, yeah, this, it's the only, in, it's the only like classic theater that shows big releases. Like a couple of weeks ago, they had a quiet place part two, they had Godzilla versus Kong. So they're going to have black widow. You know what I mean? So, um, I probably won't go there to see any of those. Cause I do want, I do like, I mean, other any of the upcoming, oh, Big releases because I do rather watch those on a big screen, you know. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, it was, it's cute, it was a cute little theater, and I, I watched it and I had a good time. And Y'all are being way too rude to the movie, okay? Uh,
1: yeah, so I saw an <laughs> RPX for the screening, and it was. I mean, it was a fun experience, I guess. I don't know. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> when we went back, uh, taking my grandma, cause she didn't go to the screening. We went yeah. to Dolby, but Lord, this AMC Dolby by me that opened up this past year—they need to get it together. I don't know what's going on. Why? About. What
0: happened?
1: This <laughs> is the second time the movie has like screwed up, and we've been sitting there. I saw Ryan the Last Dragon in Dolby there, and that screwed up, and so we just went into a different theater, and then. And this, they got it back going after like 30 minutes of playing with it. But
0: how does that, uh, Alex, Alex has been telling me there's been stuff going on. And uh, there's a theater that we both love him and I call an assembly um, assembly row theater in Boston. And he's like, like they've been, the projector has just stopped working the past few times he's been there. I don't know if because they just, they just reopened for them from the pandemic stuff so i don't know what's going on
1: about they don't open the screen so what? (laughs) only the middle of her screen is uh actually visible because the two sides are still have a curtain over it
0: oh my god so that that must have been smaller than the screen that i watched it on i'm not kidding the screen i watched it on was so tiny i was like i was like you know this is what you, you got, mess.
1: and this is, and you're the one who loved it most. The rest of us are all like, I don't know what all this. I didn't
0: feel like traveling. It's not. It's I just didn't feel like traveling into the city. Maybe that's like it. it. Maybe
1: watch this movie on a little screen and you'll like it more. Because all of us who watched it on these big old screens and didn't love it. And the I kind of wanted it on a little one. Is cool.
0: I did kind of want to watch it with an audience because there were a lot of times where there were funny, funny moments. And like, it's just quiet <laughs> because it was just a bunch of old people when I went um, and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is what am I doing here? I will say, <laughs> but-
1: I also. <laughs> so when I went to the Dolby one, the theater was pretty packed. Of course, people were all riotous or whatever because it, you know, dipped out Um mm-hmm. but- then on friday so <laughs> i didn't realize you only got the jurassic world preview if you saw it in imax i thought yeah I didn't see shit i thought all of the fast nine i thought it was connected to all the fast nine it's not it's only imax so when mm-hmm. i went to dolby i was like really so i decided friday that i was going to go ahead and see in the heights at, uh one more time Mm-hmm. And line it up to when a fast nine IMAX showing is at the same time and dip Ooh, on over.
0: That's two, the- two hour and 20 minute movie. Larry. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I
1: only, they were playing at the exact same time. So I dipped over. Okay to Fast 9 for the previews in IMAX so that I could see Jurassic World and then walked my little happy butt on out the theater and went over to In the Heights. So
0: who does that?
1: I didn't watch no Fast 9 again, but I needed to see that damn Jurassic World preview. Was it worth
0: it? Was it good?
1: I think it's good because there wasn't a lot of humans in that yeah. Jurassic World preview, it's mostly dinosaur-heavy. So yeah. it's like, see, this is what y'all need to do. We need to cut out so much damn humans in the Jurassic World, and it'll be better. Well, uh, indie,
0: So indie theaters, they don't do it, bunch. they do like... Some of them... The, the the majority of them that are, that are like right there in Boston where you go to watch like indie, like say something like Zola, that would be playing at an indie theater in Boston, right? Um, they don't play any trailers. They just start. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Kind of like how screenings are. Mm-hmm. So this, this when I went yesterday, I was like, okay, they're probably just going to start. But no, they show the Black World trailer. That's about it. And then they started the movie. Um, and I was like, when it started and all this bombastic stuff was happening, I was like, oh my god, Dwayne, why am I? I was like, why am I in this little small theater watching oh this man. movie? Um, it's but. cute though. Just, I, I wanted, I've been wanting to go to it since I moved because I I knew about it. I drive past it all the time, and it's like it's called the Cameo Theater in Weymouth, um, Weymouth, Massachusetts. And it's cute, and I was like, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to go there for a long time, um, but I don't want to. I wouldn't go there for a movie that I, I really, really want to see. Like, I wouldn't go see Black Widow there, you know. Like, yeah. I gotta go to, I gotta go to an AMC.
1: No, for but stuff that, like that, that IMAX screening. I mean, granted, it was at like three thirty in the afternoon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um it wasn't that packed so that IMAX. I, I hopped in and left, uh, yeah. but. My little yeah, I, I it was in a small theater, but it was like packed. I had people on both sides of me. I felt all squished in. I was like, oh yeah. hell no. It's time to go back to pandemic times. I can't. Like what, oh, what I so next to me. Are
0: they done with the restrictions? Yeah. Oh, now they're done. I heard that. Open. Alex told Alex told me that on he said his was full. Um was his like, screening. Wow. Oh, no. So it's interesting to see how box office plays the part. So listen, let's go back into this number because yeah. Even though, like, listen, <laughs> y'all didn't like the movie. I thought it was what it was. Okay, I saw so many. You know, when you see a movie late after everybody, then you get to you, you get to like kind of, kind of see what everyone was saying beforehand. It just like people have seen the movie weeks before we have, and you know the the thing of this killing theaters and killing cinema. I mean, this is what dad. they've been. This is what yeah. I mean, this is what they've been doing and stuff and honest to god you cannot when it comes to the fast and furious movies one of the reasons one of the reasons why i appreciate them is because they do have a massive audience of people and i mean i need we need this <laughs> we need these kind of numbers to 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 bounce back for these theaters that were suffering so much, you know? So when I see a massive number for fast and furious, like beforehand, like when, when, when fate of the furious came out 2017, I was like, Oh God, I'm waiting for that one fast and furious flop one, that one fast and furious flop. So we can move on from this franchise. Um, Listen, this uh, fate of the furious did 98 million in the opening. I what do you do you think this would would have come close would have topped it what do you think
1: um I think it would have maybe been around the same area I think it might have done bigger numbers overseas actually if we weren't because you know a lot of other countries like Canada is not open at all still like their theaters aren't doing nothing there's still countries out there who are just not really able to do much right so and canada's always lumped in with the u.s number like it's domestic as u.s and canada together um so i mean it would have had those canadian numbers so i think it would have gotten close to okay. fate of the furious but uh, the fast and furious series at least in the united states has been going down like Subsequently, the last several films in the U.S., the, the openings have started getting smaller. While in China, the openings have been getting bigger um, up until this point. Like, The Fate of the Furious was the lowest performing of the recent mm-hmm. Fast and Furious movies here. But it made over a billion dollars overseas alone. It didn't even need the U.S. So <laughs> uh, that's what they've been banking on so heavily over the past few films. Right. So, uh, *Furious*
0: seven did 147 million. Um, I I wanna, I wonder what *Furious* six did. *Fast and Furious* six. And of course, *Furious* seven had
1: the idea of you know Paul Walker's last film.
0: Yeah. Um, so Fast and Furious six did one hundred and six. No, no, no. Did ninety seven, and then Furious seven came back with a big opening from the you know the all the thing all the things surrounding the death of of Paul Walker with uh one hundred and forty seven million, and then we got brought brought brought, we got brought back to life. Um, down to earth. I mean, in F eight, uh, where they did ninety eight again. So I think their level of box office is around nineties. Yeah. So I think. If you take away, um, because even we still have some states trying to get out of, you know, still kind of slowly yeah, going definitely- into the.
1: That's one thing that definitely helped. We have our first film in over 4,000 theaters. uh, Right. By far the biggest opening. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yeah. So, And then even California, a lot of the regions in California that weren't really going back yet, opened for Fast 8 or Fast 9. Uh, As we talked about, the restrictions were lifted this weekend as Fast 9 opened. So there were a lot of factors that did certainly help Fast 9 get to this big number.
0: I think, um, yeah, I agree, and I um, I, I, I think, do you think, okay, so what do you think before, if no pandemic, do you think it would have gotten closer to the 90s, or do you think it would have been like 80-something, 91? I think it would have been a little lower, maybe like 88.
1: Yeah, especially, I mean, if we hadn't been the pandemic, and then it would have been like, you know, it wouldn't be like this event, I feel, too, because, yeah, people get excited for Fast and Furious movies, but nothing in those trailers necessarily sold you as like oh yeah if you're not into it come watch it uh do you know squarely aimed at the audience
0: so we're getting a fast and furious 10 um they're filming it in january i don't know when it's set to release probably 2023 or something um 2024 even maybe what i think would really blow the roof off the place if that's the last one or I don't know if the, I don't know what I don't know did when they already confirm eleven.
1: I think play they did. 11 oh, is going to be no. the last.
0: Um. So if they do like an FX, right? F ten, right? I think what would really boost the box office too if you have both John Cena and The Rock in it. Um. I think getting John Cena was a great move. Um. Because you didn't have The Rock anymore, and John Cena's very he's a he's a name. I feel like he's a name now. Kind of like. You could use that name if you have a good a solid action flick, and you, you want to throw. The Rock
1: will return, especially after Vin Diesel's running around <clears> talking <throat> crazy.
0: I think The Rock would listen. The Rock is human, and I think he'd return for a price.
1: The Rock is like, yo, I already have Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> two coming. I'm good. Right, well, I, I think I'll just because my Hobbs and Shaw, I don't need to work with Vin. I'm good because it.
0: listen, at the end of the movie, they stay, they set something up, and it, it, I mean, and I thought i mean i thought the rock was gonna be like around the corner when that person showed up at the end of the movie did you watch the credit scene yeah okay so i thought the rock was gonna like show up so i mean it already looks like they're kind of tying in hobbs and shaw back into them you know <laughs> so The
1: Rock's gonna be like nah bro i'm good <laughs>
0: I think that'll be huge. For you. I, I, I got to I deal don't, with
1: Tyrese and Vin Diesel Hell right? These I, I people think are that'll too be much on this set.
0: And and then if see if you're in the, what's funny with that too is that the rock has beef with everybody because if you're a wrestling fan, you know him and John Cena do not have good they don't have good relations. Like one of their ma- one of their their, their their WrestleMania match way years ago like 2012, 11 they actually had beef, like it was like legitimate beef. That's why the the the, the like the numbers for that, <laughs> the like the pay per view for for like their match was so big because they they seriously don't like each other. John Cena and the
1: Vin Rock. looked a fool though, like because <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we we all kind of talk about The Rock, and he's not that great of an actor, but he's yeah. he's charisma. Uh, you know, that's that's what his entire brand is based off of. I'll tell you, uh, if we compare him to what John Cena just did, like look at The Rock in Fast Five to what John Cena just did. Uh, we needed his charisma badly. I don't know. John listen, Cena John... was the stoic, bland, and he can be fun and he can be funny, like we've seen him. If do they listen, but if they had brought so him in,
0: boring. If if they had brought him in to do comedy like a Tyrese and have him be that character, I think he would work. I don't. I think we need to. I think we need to stop casting John Cena as a bad guy. It's just he knows one tone, and it's just. No, uh, 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 you know he's just very he's very stoic he's very boring um i liked him because <laughs> i just i'm a i just i'm a fan of john cena and i think he's harmless harmlessly hilarious in his How own you
1: right to b added to this box office
0: nothing are you kidding who knew, who, 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 who knew cardi b was in it i didn't know i didn't, I didn't like know until vin
1: it. diesel said no oh knows. cardi b will be back in fast 10 they I'm didn't like, show what? her any
0: and the, they didn't show her in any of the marketing she just kind of it was a quick little <laughs> cameo kind of like the kevin hart cameo and like hobbs and shaw is very oh quick God. little cameo Car, cardi and b shows up back.
1: Back for Fast Ten already? They said so.
0: <laughs> Listen, if you want to blow, if you want to get old back, past, I think they they need something to go past over that a hundred million dollar mark again. Um, I think you collide John Cena with The Rock, and that'll be huge. Yo, John Cena, Vin Diesel, and The Rock. I mean, come on.
1: We already talked about it on our review with Leo and uh Tyler. We want mm-hmm. this if it's not in a spinoff, put it in the next one. Keep Cardi B around and cast Nicki Minaj as the villain. Oh my God. Larry, <laughs> get Nicki Minaj stopped. in here. And <laughs> that will bring, stopped. if you get The Rock and Nicki Minaj in on number 10, the box office is going to bang.
0: <laughs> y'all need to be stopped. Question for you. The
1: people want the real world beef. They want to see the beef on the screen.
0: Question for you. Mm-hmm. If Godzilla vs Kong came out this weekend, do you think do you, do you, and and no HBO Max? Do you think it tops it, this number?
1: Um, I think maybe it gets around this number. I don't know if it tops it.
0: I think like fully, fully like capacity AMC theaters, no HBO Max, um, a hot weekend.
1: It did do Be- well on HBO Max.
0: Right. Right. Um, But we learned that HBO Max, it still takes something out of the box office, you know, Um, because even if you think about it, listen, 1.8 million people. Okay, let's do the math. 1.8 million people watched watched it. Right. Like 1.4 or something like that. Um, If you do one like 1 million, like like 1.4 amount of people. You know, then, I mean, times, like, uh, how much a movie ticket is...
1: Fifteen is the average across the U.S., right. I think. Right, right.
0: So, let's take a look. Um, hey,
1: where's our petition Hannah? when you need her?
0: <laughs> One million, four hundred thousand people times fifteen. That's twenty-one million dollars.
1: Yeah. And, then so, over the first five days, wasn't Kong, like, three mil over the first um, five days? I, I think. so. And then... Uh, Mortal Kombat was like three point five and past it. I don't so know.
0: let's go three. Let's go three million dollars. Okay, so, so so that's like
1: forty million
0: dollars. <laughs> so, okay, so exactly so what I'm saying. So if you do th- if you do uh three million four hundred thousand people times fifteen, and let's let's cut out a little bit just in case, because not everybody's gonna like not all yeah. not yeah. that entire Some people group. So are gonna do, like, be
1: like, we're not gonna go because we gotta pay.
0: Right, let's do three million two hundred thousand. Let's like let's split it a little bit. Times fifteen. That's forty-eight million dollars. Now, what, what was the opening weekend for God's Liver vs. Con
1: uh, for the five day it was forty eight million dollars.
0: <laughs> so forty eight um it was million 90, times ninety six. Uh God. Sorry guys, bear with us, please. Yeah, I think it's
1: ninety-six million. Uh, another million
0: okay times oh not times oh my god it times plus yeah like 90 something let's see um 96 million yeah um and and let's cut that out a little bit maybe maybe like 93 90 around
1: 90 93 i mean yeah just about so there you go
0: uh (laughs) yeah okay so before we get into number two does black widow break this yes you think so? Okay. Interesting. Because uh, at they're first, doing the Disney Plus, too.
1: At first, I was saying no, but then, I don't know, I started looking at my theaters. I got my ticket for IMAX Oh, it's game. Well, let's day. check.
0: Let me check. Yeah, we used to do that and all the time. I know. That
1: was our game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. Pretty sold right now for the ones I've looked. The first theater I booked and then the second one. So I've seen I'm seeing a lot of a lot of good sales out of that pre-sale they did.
0: Yeah, and I and we're we're seeing it on on Monday with the screening. Whoop whoop. But um I'm gonna see it probably a few more times in theaters, depending on how yeah. I like it and stuff. So let's look at uh let's look at Thursday night. Uh let's do us six o'clock IMAX in South Bay, where that's crowded. Okay. Um let's do us 5 p.m. Imax. Um yeah, it's looking pretty good. Pretty decent amount of seats open. You know, okay, you know you what I the bo- the seating arrangements kind of reminds me how like Captain Marvel was. Yeah. Kind of. Like you know like like not overly pa- like end game good luck. Good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're going to have like two seats in the front and that's maybe that's maybe if yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. But I think I think it's going to be around like how uh. Captain Marvel, maybe like less than Captain Marvel, of course, but I think I'd see it like as as a regular MCU opening. So like, who's a character? Thor, you know, yeah. like a Captain America, right? Like a Captain America or like a Thor. Um, Shoot,
1: so I, tell me why I switched to watching Black Widow in IMAX from the Dolby I was gonna see it in because you get a little comic book.
0: I would do that. I mean, is that all you get? Is <laughs> you get something else? I
1: think Listen, it's just, they it's gave like me, a black Widow comic book. So I was like, they let me gave see me, it in IMAX instead, actually.
0: They gave me a comic book for I think it was Aquaman. They gave me a comic. They gave us comic books. Um, <laughs> if you want to saw it in IMAX. And so I was like, great. Um, okay, let's get back into the top five. Number two. What do we got?
1: So, coming in at number two, holding strong in this number two position, we have A Quiet Place Part Two, which brought in an additional 6.2 million, which is a 31.8% drop in its fifth week of release. That does bring A Quiet Place Part Two up to 136.3 million domestic and 248.48 million worldwide.
0: Yeah, 6.2, yeah, nice solid drop, only 30 million, about, oh, 31.8, uh, going up against a juggernaut, I think this is, uh, it's, it's, it's the summer season, you know, you gotta have these movies kind of lingering around for the summer season to have options open, you know, um, gets me excited why I love summer, you know, when, when we go into the movie theater, even though we've seen all these movies, everyone is kind of dipping their toes into everything, you know? Um, so you'll have like a big movie here, a big movie there, and I think that's that's, that's just pretty much what this is. And um, so I, it's it's nice to see it hold up pretty well. Um, it's doing yeah. really good too domestically, 136 million. That's great. Yeah, that's um, great. And F nine is gonna have
1: 150 thousand probably. Right. Right. Uh, well, maybe not. I don't know. Depending on how fast F nine gets there, but.
0: Um, yeah so this is a great number for uh paramount and these are the movie these two in in the top two are the movies that don't have the disney plus uh stuff they don't they don't have the hbo max kind of stuff as well so they they need all they can get um as far as like you know people wanting to go see those movies and i think that's what it comes down to when it comes to these movies um people are gonna go if there's stuff that they want to see, and I'm so happy to see theaters and, and just movies and box office doing so well right now because, you know, back this time last year, can you believe it? Like this time last year, we're like, dude, like when are we ever going to get like a, a $70 million opening? I'm over here thinking that F9 would do like $30 million and you know what I mean? That's a good number. Yeah. But um, $70 million is really, really, it's, it's a good sign for when it comes to later in the year because America is stubborn. I should have known this. America is stubborn as hell. So as soon as you told them they can take off the mask and run rapids, so that's what they—that's what we all did. <laughs> and I, I learned that today when I went to me, me, I, I, I went out to breakfast and I'm just like, wow, like nobody gives a damn. That's it. Like we're that's it. And I should have known. So no, when I when we were like, oh man, are people going to be a little bit afraid to go to the movie theaters? No it's like it's 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 you said your theater was flooded alex told me his theater was flooded on thursday um for f9 um don't know. indie theater wasn't but you know what i mean i it's it's yeah so when we get to the end of the year when we get to the shang chi's and the uh and the spider-man threes it's gonna be crazy yeah and i'm excited so mm-hmm. um all right number three
1: Coming in at number three was last week's winner of the box office, and that was The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which brought in 4.875 million in its second week of release, which is a 57.2% drop. That brings the hitman's wife's bodyguard up to 25 point8 million domestic after opening to 11.3 million and 31.4 million worldwide
0: what did this do last week 11.3
1: about...
0: oh, not bad nah. this is yeah. I think this is pretty solid 4.8
1: yeah, needs... think... oh, and this needs to die <laughs> I didn't uh, see it, so I mean, you know, whatever. I guess some people found it funny. I, I, I didn't (laughs) like the first one at all, and I didn't like this one. I liked it maybe just a touch more than I I bought the first one one
0: today. It's five bucks at Walmart. You know,
1: Hitman's Bodyguard. I just can't. And I mean, it's doing all right. It's doing its thing, staying Mm. in the top three, but it did drop fifty-seven percent this weekend. So I think it's all right. Yeah, Smith's there. Right. Hopefully you um, can warrant the third one though, please.
0: Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say about this damn movie. I didn't want to I didn't want to mm. see it at all. So All right, number four. What do we got? What do we got? Here you go, (laughs) Jaden.
1: (laughs) Here, coming in at number four, we have Peter Rabbit Two: The Runaway, which delivered another four point eight five million. Woo! It is right behind Hitman's Wife Bodyguard, so they might pass it by tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, But that's only a twenty percent drop for Peter Rabbit Two in its third week of release. The film has grossed 28 points uh 28.8 million domestic and 107.8 million dollars worldwide. Wow, its international numbers actually quite strong. Uh, I didn't realize how well it had done internationally so far. So. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's made over 100 million worldwide. Holding holding strong in the, in only dropping 20%
0: what? <laughs> but like I we guess. said,
1: for sure it's going to pass Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard next week this for weekend. Sure. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it's going to stay in the top five at least one more week.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. Peter Rabbit, too. So this. So the theater that I went to yesterday. Um. They only have two screens. So it was F9, and, and it, surprisingly, it was Peter Rabbit, too.
1: How come you didn't hop over?
0: What you mean? No pun intended. <laughs> Listen, um, <laughs> I think it's smart on their part. Listen, you gotta have something for the kids, and then you gotta have something for the, you know. Well, this families. weekend it
1: might take it might take a bit of a punch though, because uh, ba- Boss Baby Two is coming out this weekend. Oh, so God, I forgot about that. We'll see if Peter Rabbit <clears> Two <throat> uh gets taken out by Boss Baby. We shall
0: see. Okay. <laughs> next- <laughs> Next spot.
1: Rounding uh, so, uh, huh? out the top five, we have Cruella, who maintained oh. that fifth spot in its fifth week of release, bringing in another 3.72 million, which is only a 22% drop. And that brings Disney's latest live action adaptation up to 71.3 million domestic and 183.8 million worldwide. So this movie up to 71 million domestic, not a bad run at all.
0: Uh yeah, I once again, this is one of the it's just one of those movies that I just I I don't know what it is about Cruella. I just feel like it's kind of there in the box office, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like not doing bad, it's not doing great, it's just kinda here, yeah. here I am,
1: you know. Walking um, along. It's been holding yeah. very well, still in the top five. Uh yeah. past the conjuring this week, which I know you should be happy about. God. Ugh.
0: Dude. Listen, <laughs> listen, you, use like, do I, how can, how can Dwayne hate on the conjuring, the devil, maybe whatever the fuck. And like, like F9, I'm like, listen, F9 is very self-aware. Listen. Okay.
1: The only reason I made that comparison is because Vin Diesel straight up has a (laughs) Lorraine Warren moment in F9.
0: And it is so
1: dumb. I was like, what the hell? Which one?
0: Which one? They're
1: making him have visions of things he would have. Like it's a memory, but he's having these visions of the past that that he never would have been able to hear or see. He's getting all these different views as like ghost Vin Diesel.
0: Listen, you know when I learned. Yeah, mom was listen, like, "Oh my Larry, god, Larry!" Listen, listen. Let me tell you when I absolutely just appreciated what they were doing. Yeah. Him, okay? okay, when Vin Diesel is like fighting all these geeks, right, and somewhere. <laughs> And he just yanks on two chains and just pulls oh the whole God. thing down. I said they literally made him Superman. This is awesome. He
1: was the Hulk. They made awesome. Dom turn into the Hulk in this movie. It was, it was so awesome. Dumb. I hated this. Awesome. I was like, "What is going on?" I thought it was
0: awesome. I said, "Dom is a superhero and they're self-aware." I don't know. Also, just, what's I'm funny trying- too? What's funny too is like I really hate when they don't know how when studios and writers or whatever don't know how to do flashbacks so what they do is that so you can know that this is this character is like Dom he has the same shirt (laughs) <laughs> so he's always wore this shirt guys the white shirt and the chain okay
1: this is Dom when he was it little had, okay? like, this little white brother with this full on like you know <laughs> dad and then Vin Diesel <laughs> oh, apparently it. Jordana Brewster is like half Brazilian which I actually did not know but I'm like what the hell are you John? and then you have Charlize <laughs> talk about oh I didn't realize there was a Norwegian in the bloodline I was like bitch stop trying to explain <laughs> (laughs) why their brother is this white-ass man. Like, are you kidding me? Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-uh. John Cena's Norwegian-chin or whatever the hell she said. I was like, oh my god. Dude,
0: that's that's one of the worst scripts I've ever read. I think (laughs) I, I... I seriously, when they were talking, maybe because I'm writing a script, when they were tar- talking, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is some of the worst <laughs> stuff I've ever heard. My ass is in foray, It's hilarious. It's great. It has great. the
1: big times. Like, it gives you what you want, uh, maybe too much of what? what you like, want.
0: When you said this, what, what was Charlize talking about oh, in this god. whole movie?
1: Charlize's <laughs> Char- <laughs> Char- Char- entire script was just a mess. Like...
0: It was like talk about Yodas and Star Wars and chins. And is that their is that their excuse of like villain talk? I, I don't I just, know. It and was. Then
1: they're calling London Harry Potter Land. I was like, what the hell?
0: Oh, yeah. It was horrible. It was, I was just, like,
1: oh, my God. <laughs> minions, like everything. They were like, how many Universal? Well, I guess, no. They went with all the studios. We got Universal with the Minions. Yeah. Warner Brothers. We got Warner Brothers with Harry oh. Potter. We got Disney with the the Skywalker Yoda talk. I was like, oh, my God.
0: It was awesome. Okay. I loved it.
1: I mean, look. If they introduce Jurassic World crossover, I'm still gonna be in the theater. I'll be ready for it. So
0: they should just do it. You, not you not, wanna a, not
1: blow, a musical. You want to blow though. up? You want to blow up Jurassic the box office?
0: Oh no! Yeah, don't do not
1: that. Not a musical.
0: <laughs> you want to blow up the box office? You you Yo, throw some dinosaurs in with these damn guys? Why not?
1: It'll be huge. I, it I really would. You. Honestly, that's how you revitalize the damn. <laughs>
0: Honest to God, listen. it'll be huge. As ridiculous as it will be, I think it would be humongous <laughs> if they, if they, what would they, what would they call it?
1: Oh my God. F Park? I was going to say, they t- call these Fast and Furious movies, they give them like four different titles. So I don't know.
0: The Fate of the Jurassic? I don't know.
1: <laughs> F whatever, F11. Uh, yeah. It has to start with some F word, huh? The it does. TV's All right. The um, Dinosaur. I don't know.
0: Let's see these other numbers here. Well, Uh, we didn't get to talk about it last
1: week, but Godzilla vs Kong did in fact pass a hundred million at the domestic box office last weekend. Yay! It
0: did. It did. I I saw it. I was
1: crossing my fingers and hoping, praying that it would get there. Dwayne was laughing in my face, (laughs) but it made it, Uh, and it's up to four hundred and forty-two worldwide, which actually is a really good number.
0: It's not bad. Not bad. Especially um, after we
1: did that math, because I hadn't really thought of it. Like, yeah, it's three point five million sounds kinda like, oh, that's good, but when you do the math of what that would be in ticket prices, yeah. that's a lot of money. So and, and yeah.
0: probably like probably like a little less, you know, yeah, because yeah. tickets ticket prices are different, you know. Like I told you yesterday I spent like six bucks to go see the movie. Yeah. So it could be like ten dollar tickets, twelve dollar tickets. If you but, go to like
1: California it's like twenty.
0: Right, but I mean, if you, but it, yeah, it'll be like around that number. If you if you put those three point five people in the theater, it'll be around that number. So, yeah, so I mean, it's Godzilla, just crazy to know.
1: I'm just happy to see that the Godzilla vs Kong really did hold up as like the the jump start to the box office overall. Same, Same yeah, I agree. But yeah, I agree. Conjuring. That's another one. I mean, we definitely talked about it. The Conjuring is one that I think was pretty evident that the HBO Max deal took away from the box office just by right. looking at the other films in the franchise. I definitely think The Conjuring 3 would have opened bigger, um, but it's trucking along. It's doing aight. <laughs> Your fame yeah, it's I doing um, aight.
0: Listen, 2.9 in week 4, I guess it's fine, whatever. I I mean, mean, it's at
1: 51 mil, I think, overall.
0: Right. <clears throat> Let's
1: go to our sad baby yeah, here. The heights just continues to drop down. I don't understand. <laughs> My, like I said, my theater I, know, they, they I put know. it in a small theater And my theater was packed Like I was annoyed actually When I first booked my tickets, there was nobody around me And mm-hmm. then I go into that movie theater And I was like, what the hell? Everybody bought their ticket right before the showing or what? I don't want all these people in here I wanted to like bop and do my thing But here we are um, But man
0: Yeah, I, I I really do think it's the time period <sighs> I think if you release it if you release it at a maybe later on in the summer, it's a very summer movie. So I don't know what the right, I don't know where the where the where the right time is. Once again, what's really making me angry about it is just the people who, who who are touting that it that it made this number. And listen, twenty four million dollars is not something to scoff at. I just don't know the narrative. Out of nowhere, it just came out that the movie had to make twenty five million. Opening weekend when no other musical has done that. I just yeah, don't, get it, you know? I don't get it. You um, know, are they are we basing it off of Hamilton? Granted, when Hamilton came out, nobody was at work. Everybody yeah. was home. You know, like last year and stuff with the pandemic. And it's I don't I don't know. Um, Crazy Rich Asians is not a musical. Um, I just don't understand. And then you know um, what's the movie? Uh, the Greatest Showman came out in the winter where like you know another blockbuster comes christmas out weekend. like weekend like christmas weekend blockbusters come out like every other month after you know around that time of year not every week when you, when you put it into summer and i just don't get where um i don't get it and if we go with that samba tv number what did they have? Six? It was like sixty-eight thousand? No, six hundred and
1: eighty thousand or something
0: like that. Six hundred and eighty thousand. No, let's do that math again too. Times fifteen. That's a ten million dollars. Yeah.
1: And then so it gets up to twenty million. So and it gets I, up
0: to right, and it gets up to what was it? Like Twenty-one million opening weekend. Yeah. So I mean, I just don't understand what people really. Wanted from this movie I don't understand the people who are like oh no Excuses yeah, yeah. I'm like why are you being Weird are you racist yeah. just say it You know like, <laughs> 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 What are you what is that no Excuses like what are you talking yeah, about yeah, this is not A Marvel movie this is not a DC Movie what do you mean no excuses Are is there any excuses For any of these other movies that don't do so Well in yeah. the box office I don't get it you know I mean so
1: like we said it's Outgrossed uh, a Saw movie To date which you know would not have mm-hmm. been the what I would have guessed, honestly, but everybody else, I don't know. Yeah. Meanwhile, no, I, don't I really care. want to see I Carry You With Me. It only opened in New York and LA what this weekend. It's oh, about, like, these this it's like an LGBT movie about this these guys who come from Mexico, uh, okay, okay. and make this journey to New York. But it mm-hmm. opened to twenty thousand in four theaters, which is actually a really strong five thousand per theater average. Uh, if you look up and down, this is the second uh, per theater average after Fast Nine. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a good good indie little opening. opening so maybe yeah. maybe we can finally see an indie movie do okay uh (laughs) because that's that's the bad part is these indies uh, have just been what is werewolves within i don't even know what that is
0: so it's a it's like a comedy horror but it's made by like a video game company it's actually getting pretty good reviews but whatever yeah um listen so i know we were talking about earlier about this is good for box office when it comes to f9 but what can we do to get these indies back up because the blockbusters people are showing up but it just feels like the indies are having a rougher time getting into like for instance the sparks brothers right that's something that i would totally go and see at an indie theater and have fun with but that i mean in week two it's 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 down to one hundred and ten thousand dollars. like what is yeah. going on with these indie flicks you know and um
1: I, got a pretty, I just good release. Five hundred and thirty theaters is a decent release for a small film like that. What is going on with nobody this week?
0: Oh, I don't know what that is. I I saw the number and it said plus. It said it says plus three thousand <laughs> percent. I don't.
1: I don't I mean, know. It's yeah, on it's on
0: DVD and Blu-ray, so they, I don't know.
1: I mean, this thing says it dropped one hundred and ninety-two theaters, so they didn't even re-push it back into theaters or anything. It has mm-hmm. a four thousand per theater average that's like what i don't know what happened there Does that <laughs> seems is that a mistake or what because that looks crazy
0: yeah i don't know what's going on okay i just don't <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's get into next week oh. i don't think we have anything yeah we have you boss baby boss q and baby. the
1: purge forever purge oh my god that's next week. Oh. that is this weekend
0: Oh my God! Stop with these. The, it's gonna die. The Forever <laughs> Purge, is, the, the Forever Purge is gonna die a painful death. It's gonna open to like ten million, eight million. The poster looks terrible. The trailers have been terrible. I love the representation that they try to do with these movies, but it just it just looks. Rough. I mean, I've been it seeing it
1: a lot, so they're trying. It, they're trying to it push it as a trailer so, in front of other it, movies.
0: It looks so cheap i don't even understand it looks so cheap it looks like a tv like finale i i'm not even joking and like and tv has looked better than this like i i don't know what they were going for with this movie i'm not excited and i'm gen gen like generally a uh, like uh, a quiet little flag fan of the purge franchise but i don't know what they were doing here I don't know. It's gonna die. It's just. It's gonna. Where – what is it going up against F9 week two? Yeah, it's gonna and die. It's boss gonna eight million. Obviously
1: not, not direct competition. So the what did the first boss baby open with? Um,
0: it wasn't like it wasn't like great. I it wasn't crazy.
1: It. Like the boss baby's numbers weren't crazy for it to get a sequel. It got that freaking Oscar nomination, but I put um,
0: put Boss Babe. Yo, I I almost
1: died. You can go back and watch my reaction to that year's Oscar nominees. I legit still
0: ridiculous. Yeah,
1: I almost died when it got nominated.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely
1: buffoonery. Uh, It opened to fifty. Fifty first one. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Are people excited? I just. I mean, animated films have been trucking maybe like I don't know twenty ish. 15
0: Is it 20? What Larry, like, I see like I don't know. Man. He said <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Larry. I see like I don't know. I, I I don't know. I see like uh like the fourteen?
1: Okay. Maybe
0: fifteen like you <laughs> said. I don't see 20 at all.
1: Uh I think it's definitely beating the Forever Purge. Um Of course.
0: Any everything is gonna beat it. I just don't And want I think
1: F nine holds on to number one because none of these are gonna be able to top F nine second number. Um, yeah. Oh uh, F nine,
0: what do we see? Um 70, 50 million drop. I mean fifty percent drop. No,
1: let's I'm go. go I'm gonna go
0: around thirty mil <clears> next weekend. Thirty mil? Okay, I'm gonna go all right, I'm gonna top oh yeah, I'll be yeah, I'll go around twenty nine thirty. Thirty mil, yeah. um, and then what else we have for next week? Uh, the fiber purge. I'm sorry, like six, seven million.
1: <laughs> Your number keeps getting lower, Dwayne. He said ten, eight, six, seven. I don't know. Next, he's gonna be like two million opening next week. It's gonna be like I don't know. I just
0: see it dying. <laughs> I see it. Die. What did the other purge do? The last one, it didn't do great.
1: I remember. Yeah. What do you think? It how many? It? How many theaters the in purge? Maine you think are gonna be watching Boss Baby two though? I
0: don't know, because they've been
1: going crazy Since we hour. learned from our, our dear Alyssa that Mary loves the, the first birds.
0: purge. Uh-oh. And the reason why they keep making these movies is because they they just over the budget. The the first purge, 2018, uh thirteen million dollar budget, it opened seventeen million. I remember mm-hmm. that weekend too. Mm-hmm. Um I don't see yeah, I really i am I'm gonna go like a whole a whole half a slash, so seven million for <laughs> that. <the>, <laughs> I just get so mad that trailer is so the <laughs> purge. It looks terrible. With the little oh, that
1: cage. So- the oh little it cage. looks so
0: bad. It looks so bad. And my boy Chris is like, Oh, it looks kinda it no, Chris. Hey, it looks the
1: people gonna be hyped. The people gonna be hyped for the purge. Let's see. No. I don't know. I don't know why they're releasing they always release in summer though, don't they? Um, they do, yeah, they do. Which is kind uh. of weird to me, yeah, uh, July 4th. Yeah, they, oh, that's why. They always release around 4th of July weekend.
0: Um it's to do. It. Oh yeah, we have, we got to take that into account for next week.
1: You know, oh, um, there'll be a 4-day weekend too, right? No, no. Yeah. 4th of July's on what? Sunday. It's on Sunday. It's so. on
0: Sunday. So may, maybe F9 might do a little bit bigger like you said, like a maybe like a 35, maybe? Yeah,
1: maybe. Maybe um, the purge you get to 10?
0: No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That needs to die. It just needs to die. die. <laughs> um, the Boss Baby. Yeah, the I'm going to go. Gonna, I'm a-
1: the Purge is going to light it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it needs to die. It just... Oh, God. I don't even know if I want to see it. I just, like, I'm so die. black. I'm so black with that franchise. Like, I just... And I, I, and I actually... I had fun with the first purge.
1: I, I'm kind of you know? I'm with you. I'm I I keep it on the DL a little bit, but I don't hate the purge <laughs> franchise at all. I actually have fun with uh, most of them for what they're doing. Right, uh, that's how
0: I am. I just I have fun with it. I have fun with the first <laughs> one. I have them. I have them all on Blu-ray. Like I have I have fun with the first one. The second one is is like one of my it's like my favorite. Yeah, the the third one favorite, was too. a little a little out there. And then the first Purge, I had fun with, you know, the black dude becoming John Wick at the end. I thought it was great. Um, I
1: I know it's overwrought and it's really in your face, but I like the social commentary that The Purge does. Um, You know, it's not subtle at all, but I I appreciate them for doing it. At least it's like a horror premise with some sort of, like, idea behind it. uh, Not just just flashed my way
0: what what happens with these movies is that they have the same director and writer for all of them. I just wish they would change it once. Wow. That's like the guy is out of ideas. Like the James DeMonico, he has no <laughs> idea what to do next. He's out of them. So you try to get somebody uh, no. <laughs> it's gonna be like six seven <laughs> I, you know, I, I went i went lower didn't i <laughs> whatever it's i don't want i want it to die okay um all right everyone that is it for this week's box office beatdown thank you guys all for joining us as always i really appreciate you guys all for listening uh larry let everyone know where they can follow you
1: you can find me on youtube now at chili boy productions as well as instagram at chili boy productions and on twitter at chili boy yt
0: Yes, sir. And you can follow me on Twitter at cinemaniac 94 You can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Looks like I'm going to be back this week. Um, was doing some stuff last week, so we should be good. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry.
1: That's me on there. When you see me get tagged in this post, you heard it here, Alex. That's me.
0: (laughs) Um. All right, everyone. Back. Uh. we'll, We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys later. Bye bye.